as you go up the stage, you have to just make more high-level adjustments beforehand mm. and afterhand. And then that, for me, that makes it fun. Like, if I'm inspiring someone and if I just, if they just walk into my bait, like, mm. so easily and I can just score so easily, like, and I just start laughing at them. G'day guys, it's Shane from Karate Over Coffee. I'm here with another special guest, Sunari Yahiro, Australia's first Karate Olympian. Welcome, welcome aboard, buddy. Hi Shane, nice to meet you. How are you, mate? Good, man, good. So, um, as we always do, mate, introduce yourself. How, how did you get into karate? How did you start? All of those sorts of cool things. Yep, so I started karate when I was nine. Then just, I think my uncle was doing a bit of karate as an exercise and he told my dad he was good. So then one day like got back from school and like me and my brother were just told to like jump in the car. We just got taken into a small karate club and that was it. Yeah, that was the start of the end. Yeah. Was it was it in Sydney? That was in Sydney, yes. Yeah. yeah cool. Is it uh, with your still current club? No, it's a different club. Yeah. It was a really tiny club. Okay. And then I did there for like maybe four years and on the fourth year I joined the state team. Mm. And then the following year, we decided to, because I wanted to do better in competition, we moved to Miyakan and I've been there since, yeah. Okay, cool. So how old, how old are you now, mate? Me, I'm 33. 33, okay. Awesome, no worries. So the, um, well, let's let's just make sure uh, your shoulder, you, you dislocated uh, a couple of weeks ago in Paris, fighting at yes. the, um, yeah, yeah. How, how is it now? Yeah, it's good now. It's good. Yeah, I've got all the movement back. My strength is coming back slowly. And just trying to, I'll see my physio once I come out of quarantine and then just get the strength back in so it just, just doesn't pop out at the Olympic Games again. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're in quarantine as we speak. So as we're doing this interview, you're, you're in quarantine in Sydney? Yes, last day today. Last day. Oh, mate, must be, must be happy. Yeah, it wasn't, no, it wasn't too bad as I thought it would be, but it's good. I want to get some fresh air, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how, how's the food been? Food's been okay. Like, there's been a couple of times where I ordered food from outside, but maybe like twice only. Okay. I mean, yeah, they feed you. I mean, portions are quite small, but it's good, yeah. It's not yeah. as bad, yeah. And most importantly, man, how's the coffee? This is a karate over coffee podcast. What's the coffee situation? Coffee situation is terrible, mate. Oh, is it? <laughs> I've got Nescafe. Oh, Blend forty three. No, I don't think so. No, not it's even international roast. Oh no, that's the worst. I, uh, you know, I. Uh, that's what one you... thing, isn't it? Go out once I go home, I make myself a good coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it took that international roast is all powdery. It's yeah, it's, it's awful. They, they could have at least yeah, run yeah. for um, Nescafe Gold or Makona or something. Yeah, I think, yeah. Some, some host, I think Sean, you and the Kata representative for Australia. Yeah. He got a room with like coffee capsules, so he was lucky. Oh, okay. So are yeah. you just there by yourself in the, um, you, you're the only karate guy in the hotel? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, me and Chris landed at the same time, but we got put on separate buses. So okay. you can't really make a choice of where you're going. So we just, just get sent to where we're sent. Yeah. You mean uh, Christina Ma? Christina Ma, yes. Yep, yep, cool. No worries. The um, cool. Well, the uh, let's. Uh, how did you? How did you hurt your shoulder? 
How did you dislocate uh, it? Yes, yeah, so I was fighting at the Olympic qualifiers in Paris and didn't do too much. I threw like a one-two and then from what my physio said, I think he kind of made an impact on the when I was pulling back mm. and that kind of pushed it, pushed it back into like a different kind of, gave it a bit more, how can I say, like energy going backwards. Mm. And they said they probably like popped the shoulder out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. have, have you have you done that injury before? I've never dislocated my shoulder, like other joints, like fingers and stuff, all the time. But yeah, never done the shoulder. Yeah. Have you had problems no. with that shoulder before? No, no problems. No. It's okay. Good. But you, and you'll be all sweet for a few in a few weeks. Yes, should be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you? You're early early August. You're competing. Yes, sixth yep. of August is my division. Okay. Cool. No worries. Do you know uh, what the viewing? Um, viewing is going to be like uh, is it going to be streamed online or do you know how we can watch it i'm pretty sure it will be streamed because just because there's a like international like people allowed to watch i think all events going to be streamed at quite like high volume so yeah well especially yeah. Friday, like the first one i think you'll get streamed a lot yeah, it should be interesting with the, <clears throat> the crowd with the lack of crowds yeah um, so uh yeah they approved, i think ten thousand people per venue yeah, 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 yeah. But the 10,000 10, pro Japanese is, uh, you know, I, I was telling you earlier I was going to go and watch. I, I would have been your um, support, but mm -hmm. unfortunately, uh, I'll have to yell from here, mate. Yeah, but you know what? I think Japanese crowds are probably the best anti crowds you can have. Yeah, most knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah they, don't, they don't boo, they don't do too much. So, yeah. Yeah, it's better than going to Europe. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, I, I'm not sure if they are allowed to make any noise with their mouth. I don't think so. Yeah, it's going to be like just claps. Okay. Well, yeah. well, that should be interesting. The uh, especially, mm -hmm. you know, the Japanese culture is a little bit more reserved, so that um, that should be that should be nice. But uh, the atmosphere may be a bit odd, or could be just like every other state competition that we have in Australia, right? No crowd. Yeah, it could be dead. Yeah. <laughs> We, uh, so speaking speaking of which, uh, what is? Do you remember your first competition, your first tournament? How how did you go? Yeah, so it was like one of like those in house competitions at yeah. the club that I was in. Yeah, and then I think I was only like a yellow belt, like ninth Q or eighth Q. Yeah, in, and I think yeah, and I came second. Second, oh, second. And, that, and that was yeah, and that was the start. Like, was I, I just hated it. Like, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you hated, hated coming second, or you hated competition. Hated coming second, yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. it was at Cutter or Kumite. Uh, for both, I came second in both. Oh, okay. So the same kid, different kids, yeah. Uh, um, is it worse or is that better? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I just uh, car wasn't too bad, but Kumite when you lost, you just feel like, yeah, I just yeah, felt yeah. like I lost. Yeah, I just, I just hated it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, when you're doing cutter, you've got no control over your opponent. Or a kumite, you know, you, you know, you, you get beaten. But yeah, you do get beaten. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a different feeling. The have you uh, ha, have you done cutter in any like state or national or Australian Opens before? Yeah, I did do. Yeah, I was I did do cutter until I was like eighteen, nineteen. I did both. I always in nationals and Aussie Open for cutter as well. Yeah, yeah. And, how come you? How come you dropped it? Well, I was like, I was, I was better at Kumite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By far, 
and then yeah, and Qatar always had James Juliano as well. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh well. The um, and what about uh, you know winning winning many state um, and national tournaments, Australian Opens and so forth, um, and uh, as well as representing Australia. Have you have you got a particular particularly favourite competition or or tournament that you remember? I think the most fun competition was um, the World Games in Taiwan. Yep. So that was in 2000, what was that? I think it was in 2009. Is that when they limit the number of entries? Is it eight? Yeah, that, World Games are eight people per category. Yep. yep. But that was uh, me, Serge, Leon. Yep. And James, Juliano were the four boys there. Yep. All different yeah. weight. Oh, obviously, all different ways. Yeah, but it was like the World Games is like because there's all the other sports as well competing. Yeah, 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 yeah. More the mini organized. Olympics. Yeah, mini Olympics for the non-Olympic sports back yeah. in the day, and it's like it's just more fun because the whole environment, the whole city, is behind you. And like, mm. it was that first time we kind of experienced that kind of crowd where you just kind of walk around the streets and people just, you know, look at you, ask photos. Like, yeah. Yeah, like a pass, and it means actually something when you travel overseas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Signing autographs. Yeah, and that was like a really fun experience. And I like, mean, you know, me, Leon, and Serge, James, we're like really good friends as well. So mm. we really had a good time. Yeah. And yeah, that was like the most memorable competition for me. Yeah. Yeah. Were, yeah. were you fighting under 67 back then? I was under 60 back then. Under 60? Okay. 60, yeah. Wow. And what, Serge was under 67, Leon under 75? Yeah, so back then it was um, just the five kilo difference. It was minus 16 E. Yeah. And Serge was 65 and Leon was 70. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. The, um, and so what are you, you're competing in the under 75 now? Yes, I do compete in the under 75 now, yeah. Yeah, so in the Olympics, it's just the three weight divisions, isn't it? So under, yes, under 67? Or under, under 67, under yep. 75 and over 75. Okay, yeah, cool. So the under 75 always been the premier event, I I think anyway, um, so because it's such a, it's going to be a small, small weight difference between sixty-seven and seventy-five. Whereas you're over seventy-five, you can have big monsters who are six foot six. So yeah, how's how's your weight at the moment? Me, I, I sit around seventy-three. Okay. Yeah, so my weight weight is okay. I don't need to do do too much. So yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I always competed in the heavyweights, mate. Never had to worry. <laughs> Don't have to worry. <laughs> but, yeah. I, sometimes they they made me weigh in. I'm like, really? Are you sure? There's no way that I'm de I'm under eighty four. Not since I was like yeah. fourteen. <laughs> the uh, so what about uh, location wise? Um, you know, you've been to a lot of you've been to Okinawa, France, Austria. What what's your favorite place? Your, your actual favorite location? Favorite location in terms of city, like. You can't hate France. It's a yeah. beautiful city. Food is good. Like, you know, it's the architecture is good. Mm. Like, Russia, Russia was nice as well. Like, in terms of like the architecture and stuff, people would be cold. But, the people know. or the weather? Well, people and the weather was cold, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And where, where was it? It was in, I've been to St. Petersburg and Moscow. Yeah. Okay. They're both in like winter time, but it was it's a really nice city. First city is really nice, yeah. Well, I'll tell you the the Russian karate, especially the kumite, has really improved the last 10, 15 years. Like, yeah, they're very good. Russians they are, are right good. up there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the um, and uh, what about um, uh, 
So, favorite place, you reckon? Uh, I like Okinawa. Okinawa? Okinawa, yeah. I like okay. to retire there, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, mate. Yeah. Well, see those, see the green, green things behind yeah. me? I got them from the dojo bar there. Oh, dojo bar. Yeah. <laughs> Good old dojo bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been there. I stayed there. I, I was in Okinawa for a, a week. In okay, yeah. Um, I've been there a few times, but one, one solid week by myself. No, no, no family. And, really? Uh, that would be fun, yeah. Oh, well, just... it, was, it was straight across the road from the dojo oh. bar. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I'm taking eight steps. I'm in the dojo bar. So, uh, yeah. Be regular for a week then. Oh, mate. I was a bar fly for a while. Yeah. So, uh, I think I signed my name about 54 times. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it was getting so, there's so many people. I end up signing it, uh, next to the urinal. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, memorable in the, in there anyway. Um, so the uh, leading up to this, uh, the Olympics, mate. What um, have you have you changed any training um, uh, for it, or have you have you have you started doing any cross training, those sorts of things? I mean, like a couple of years back, I was doing a lot of cross training, but the past two years, I've been like I've been like working a lot with uh, Matsuisa Ko from Japan. Yep, the scorpion kick, famous scorpion kick. Yeah, yeah, monster. He's been like, yeah, he's been helping me out heaps. And if I before the pandemic all hit, I was pretty much based in Japan and Osaka. Okay, and then I win all my competitions from there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Easier base to leave anyway. Yeah, it is it's much closer to Europe and much closer to where else. So yeah, it's more. Yeah. And I speak the language, so it's kind of like really yep. easy for me to stay. Yeah, it's it's very hard for for Australian athletes. We're just so far away from everything, you know. It, <laughs> You know, if you if you really want to be a Premier League fighter, um, it costs it'll cost you so much money to go yeah, to those yeah. to those competitions. I was talking to one of my competitors yesterday about it, and um, like you would have to spend fifty grand minimum a year to compete to get the points um, to qualify for any any anything. So, you know, it's really it's a massive disadvantage if you're in Australia. Um, South America, it, it's all Europe, Asia, you know, yeah, uh, and then, based. I think there was like, I think 20, 22 competitions in two and a half years yeah, initially. Yeah. That was the plan, like different locations. And yeah, and we pretty much had to do all of it. Like, yeah. What were you doing yeah. work wise? Work wise, I was, I was doing a fair bit of work from like this on my laptop because I was like, helping with my dad's business. Mm. yeah but then pretty much is yeah just stay and live very minimal and just do work and just train and just and while yeah. you're in while you're back in australia you work your ass off yeah yeah you have to save the money you save up a little bit extra and then you yep. just kind of repeat kind of process yeah so you, your social life is uh pretty minimal it is minimal yeah well then that's the thing you can't have the best of both worlds right yeah yeah yeah, you exactly. have to, if you want to do something, you got to sacrifice other stuff. But yeah, your, your social life starts being the uh, your friends at the dojo and friends outside, like your career. Well, that's all, all I see is like I see a couple of mates that I train with. And I see them at the tracks. Yep. And I run and I see at the dojo and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The it, yeah because the uh, nobody really understands understands your training regime like your your karate friends. 
Yeah, and, and the, the sacrifice. Very, you go through highs and lows together. Yep. You become really good friends with all the karate mates, yeah. Yep, the injuries, yep. The the, the hatred of some referees, judges. No. Just just kidding, just kidding. I'm no, no, it's uh, when you <laughs> when you get when you go high, you're going to always make haters. That's right, mate. We've got plenty of haters on this show, don't worry. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, what about a, uh, can you run us through like a typical week of your, of your training? If you're leading up to, um, let's say, let's say Paris Open. What, yeah, what so would, there, what would your week look like? like? Yeah, so if, they, if I cut out work on a day, normally get up around eight, eight o'clock and go for like either go to the track and I run like six Ks or I'll, otherwise I'll do like sprints mm. just depending on the day. A sprint is maybe like two to three times a week depending on my body. And then <clears throat> I got an hour and a half of like strength and conditioning work, which is not weights, but like more explosive work. Mm-hmm. Like, so just getting that real one centimeter, two centimeter more when you like explode from the ground. Yep. And then just like changing directions and like all that kind of work. Mm. And then it adds like two hours of karate. What are you practicing in your karate? Karate is just mainly techniques. So like just tactics and techniques. Like techniques is just like repetition, just repetition. filming. Always, always got the camera on me. Yep. Always filming and always watching and moving. And then the rest is just tactics. Yeah. Um, yeah. More to, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the technique is like the tactical work is like before the, actual move like set up what to do beforehand how to draw how to bait yeah all that yeah. kind of stuff. yeah the the repetition of techniques is huge it's um and i'm sure that's that's what weeds out a lot of people who don't who don't want to keep you know keep on training because it's just it is repetition it's ten thousand ten thousand front fists it's ten thousand <laughs> round kicks not not a hundred not a thousand you know you, you're up against people who've been doing the same techniques because there's only a, a, a few like if you watch uh, Aguirre for example he doesn't have many tech tech techniques he's just done 150,000 gyakuzuki 150,000 reverse punches right so like it's just repetition repetition and I think people get bored and they wanted to create new techniques and new drills but it's really the you know, there's a minimal amount of techniques to, to be done. It's just repetition. Yeah, the core is repetition. And I think as you go up the stage, you have to just make more high-level adjustments beforehand mm. and afterhand. And then that, for me, that makes it fun. Like, if I'm inspiring someone and if I just, if they just walk into my bait, like, mm. so easily and I can just score so easily, like, and I just start laughing at them. And, <laughs> and they kind of they know that they kind of fell into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, that is like the beauty. It's like it's all it's all like games for me right now. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like high level, like real, not not even ch- like chess, but it's like games. Yeah, it's really games for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. S- setting up a trap. Yeah, setting up a trap. Setting you know, make them think of something else. Yeah, yeah. What about um, so with your your track work and your um, your strength and conditioning? How did how did you come up with that plan? Was that um, did you did you have a professional um, physio or, or uh, how did how did you create that plan? Yeah, so strength and conditioning, like the track work, I follow a lot of like boxes routines. 
the professional boxers because they really, they like the fittest people on earth to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, and from what I see and what I study, like, and from what I gather information, a lot of that sprint is like <laughs> the biggest engine builder. Yeah. Those people. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mix sort of like 200 to 400 when I do sprints. Yep. And um, when I run, I do like surging, like on the 500 meter track, I'll kind of like push 80% on the curves and then jog normally on the straights and like push 80% on the curves. So like body's getting used to like high heart rate and going down, high heart rate going down. Yep. <laughs> and in terms of like the strength and conditioning work with like the exercises, I've <clears throat> gone a lot into like basketball. Yep. Yeah. Because so those people like just getting vertical height you know, changing directions quickly, like from left, right, changing like center of gravity, fold back, left, right. They're like, again, like they're top athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highest level. So like I've, I've like talked to like one of the strength and conditioning coach in the US for basketball. Yeah. And then he's given me a program that I can work on. That's cool. The, uh, yeah, yeah. the explosive power, explosive movement. Yeah. But because like it's the same, we're not, we don't have time to really like bend our legs all the way yeah do anything like get maximum load and maximum efficiency with our muscles yep so we're trying to work with like minimal load and then getting maximum efficiency and like mm. people like basketball but like, for me like people do of basketball nba like when i see the exercises and when i was like doing a lot of research like those stuff are really inspiring to me so i like touched base with one of the coaches and yeah yeah but, uh, what about uh, anything that's uh, that surprised you? Uh, you know, when you're competing, uh, nothing really that's surprising. But I think the bottom line is that like, everyone who I've competed, most people mm. are like really nice guys. Yeah, you kind of mm. like figure that out while you're fighting as well. It's yeah, yeah. Funny. Yeah. Well, then, you, like, do you have a, a different persona on and off the mat? Because uh, some some guys that you fight complete psychos on the on the mat in the ring uh, they'll rip your head off and then when you get off you know they're as nice as nice as anyone <laughs> but on the mats you know uh are you are you the same person on and off uh, i try not to change too much but when i fight yeah i try not i don't want to be too much of a nice guy yeah 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 uh, i have to win so yeah that's my that's my job and i think i think we have to I have to go in there for the kill yeah and if yeah, I don't yeah. walk in with that mindset, I think it's impossible to actually do that. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm getting a very uh, competitive vibe off you, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And, and so at, at the Olympics, you've got, you're one of 10. Yep. Right. In your, in your division. So the, um, do you know, are they, how are they, is it two pools of five? Or is it round two robin? Two pools of five. Yeah. Two pools of five round robin. Yep. And top two go to the final stage. Yep. Okay. All right. And do, do you know your, your pools yet or? No, we don't know our pools yet. So I think it will get announced last minute because we've got to do weighing and stuff. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think it will be announced last minute. Yep. Okay. Jeez, uh, imagine if somebody doesn't weigh in properly. <laughs> do they have people oh. on standby? <laughs> oh, look, that's the Olympics finished. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. That, yep. that, that would be very sad. Um, so what about, uh, how's it feel being named uh, Australia's, Australia's first Karate Olympian and possi possibly the only, because we Karate missed out in, in France. I can't believe it. Like France is, WKF was started in Paris, in France, you know, 
And I can't believe the French Olympic Committee didn't take it. Like, you competed in the 2012 World Champs in, in France, yeah. in Paris. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, they were packed stadiums, man. Yeah. I, I really it just, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I think the WKF got a bit, um, how can I say, relaxed a little bit because complacent? it was France. Yeah, complacent. I think they did too much lobbying. Yeah, right. Okay, didn't pay enough money, eh? No, because for Japan, like, they did a lot of work. Yeah. Right? And the Japanese Karate Federation, like, and a couple of politicians who were, like, connected to, like, JKF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did an insane amount of work. Yeah. Get the JOC to push karate. Yeah. The Olympic Games Island. And I think if the French didn't do as much mm. or more work, I, don't, I think it would have been hard. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what's worse, like a, uh, karate not getting in or breakdancing getting in. You're like, oh, God. You could call kata breakdancing with um, mm. the way it's going. But the, like, oh, man, I was so disappointed. Uh, yeah. But it does look like 2032 Olympics will be in Brisbane. <laughs> uh, one of my students uh, was on the board lobbying for it. Okay, yep. So mm -hmm. uh, I told her, hey, what about trying to get karate in? She said, oh, <laughs> it's on the list. Have you, um, you got everything packed, everything all organized? Do you know what you're taking? Well, it's, go it's going to be like a really short trip. So it's just going to be pretty much the gear they give us. And I don't think... In, on the village, we can wear anything that's not approved by the AOC and IOC. Yep. Yeah. Do, do you have your, your, your tracksuit? I haven't got my tracksuit yet. I've just got my polo and the happy and okay. the big boarding pass, but that's it, yeah. Okay. And yeah. So do, you, do you guys all fly together or how does it work? Yeah, I think on the way home, way there to Japan, we all, I think they just have like charter flights every day or second day and we just get chucked onto one of those. Mm -hmm. And then same thing, like on the way home, I think on the way home, we're flying Japan Airlines. Okay. But yeah, straight on a night flight to in the morning, we just touch down and that's it. And do you know what, um, so do you go straight into, not a quarantine, yes, like straight into Yeah, straight into quarantine again. Yeah. Straight into quarantine in, in the Olympic Village? In the Olympic Village, we're going to just get, we're going to get taken from the airport straight to the village. Okay. And I think now they're saying on the playbook, they were saying, the past seven days, every day we got to get tested. Every day, yeah. Okay. Every day for the past week, and we're going to show negative results to fly. Yep. And then once we land, we get straight sent straight to the Olympic Village and Olympic Village to training venue, and then Olympic Village to competition venue, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. And so today's the twenty. What is it? The 29th today. When twenty ninth of, of June. When when do you fly out? I think we're flying out like first or second of August. Oh, okay. So you really just go there, compete, and then come back? Pretty much, yeah. So they're saying like the earliest people can get there before the village is like seven days or five days. Okay. Before the competition. Yep. And then we're going to leave within like 48 hours of the competition finish. Okay. And Mark Golding is the, your coach? Yeah, Mark Golding is the coach coming from AKF, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's great, man. The um, And are you wanting to uh, meet any... Any Australian athletes? Any uh, any anybody famous? Any swimmers or? Oh, I'd love to like mingle around, but I want to meet the um, oh, NBA. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I mean, I can feel people. Yeah. Well, you can feel them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
just walk up and grab their legs, have a <laughs> check their calves. Check their calves. Yeah, yeah. No, be, I think it'll be all fun and exciting. Yeah, I just want yeah. to enjoy all of it. You know, yep. it's a once in a lifetime experience. So yes. And are you able to go and watch other uh, events, uh, other other sports? I'm not too sure. I don't think so. Like, from what I know, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's only Japanese um, citizens that can can watch. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they got seats like allocated for athletes, but I don't. We've got no idea. Like we got the IOC plan. Yeah. We also like a separate Australian Olympic Committee plan as well. So. Okay. Yeah, and Australian Olympic Committee is like really strict with their just to make sure the athletes are safe. So they're doing everything in their hands to just keep us safe. So yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, the, um, this has been great, man, because uh, we are, we'll have a chat when you get back as well. And, yes, definitely. Uh, get, get your thoughts on, um, and you have to show me your, your gold medal as well. Of course, yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely. Cool. All right, buddy. Thanks very awesome. much. And, Thank you so much. Cheers, man. Thank you. And uh, also, next, next time we chat, you'll have better coffee, eh? Yeah, I'll probably, well, if it's in quarantine, I'll too sure. Oh, yeah, probably back in the quarantine. Well, you know, to bring coffee then next time. Yeah, I'll get my, I'll get my family to drop it off. Yeah, yeah, cool. No worries. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Shane. Cheers, Thanks, guys. And if you have any questions, uh, make sure you, you let me know so we can ask Tsunari when he gets back. Um, but if you haven't subscribed, make sure you jump on there, subscribe. And we've also got the Karate Over Coffee Shop, uh, dot com, where you can buy your cool mugs just like mine, and I'll, I'll send one to Scenari as well. Awesome, thanks mate, cheers. All right, cheers, see ya. See ya, thank you.